Welcome to the Restoration Revival Church of God in Christ podcast. Here teaching from Pastor Dennis Martin. Let's join today's podcast. Confidence in God. <clears throat> and we've got a few scriptures tonight that we want to uh, share. And we want to start in 1 John chapter 5 and verse uh, 14 and verse 15. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15 uh, will be somewhat of our base uh, scripture, but we'll be dealing with um, plenty more scriptures tonight, and uh, we, we, we're going to deal with these. So 1 John chapter 5 and verse number uh, 14. And it says, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. And this is the confidence that we have in him who in God, this is the confidence that we have in him. Now, what I need you to understand is that we're living in um, what the Bible calls perilous times or the the uh, serious times. And we see so much going on in the world. And one of the things I think that we need to pay attention to is we need and we must have confidence in God in a day like this. With all the stuff that's going on, with all the chatter, with all the, uh, you know, when I look at commercials, we in the election season, with all the stuff going on, we've got to really have confidence in God. Because people uh, will promise you things and things will go about. And sometimes if you don't have confidence in God, you'll put your confidence and trust in all of these things, and you'll be believing, and your confidence will be in those things, and sometimes they don't always come through. And so we have to learn to put our confidence in God. Today is a day that we put our trust and confidence in a lot of places. And when I mean a lot of places, it's so divided. We've got our confidence over here. We've got our confidence over there our confidence. And so we're sort of like uh, running wild in confidence. And most of the time we've got confidence in a lot of places, but not really in God. We've got confidence in a lot of areas, but not really in God. I'm going to say that again. We got a confidence in a lot of places, but not really in God. We've got confidence in people, places, and things. I'm going to say that again. We've got confidence in people, places, and things. In other words, we don't always put our confidence in God. We've got our confidence in people, in places, and things. What do you mean people? We've got confidence in people, and then we've got confidence in places where we, we have confidence in uh, something that we hold dear, maybe a place that has a significant uh, bearing in our lives. We've got confidence in those things. And then we have 
uh, confidence in things, maybe tangible things such as money or such as the job or whatever. We've got our confidence in those things. And when we end up and those things fall through or they fail, then many times we are uh, broken apart. We are disappointed. We're hurt and all of those things because we had our confidence in the wrong places. We had our confidence in people, places, or things. And we have to be careful because you can have your confidence in all of that and, and it can fail all of us tomorrow. It can fail us today. So you've got to keep your confidence in God. It's important to have confidence in God. And I need us to get that tonight. Don't, don't have your confidence all over the place. In every all kind of places. Learn to put, first of all, put your confidence in God so he can direct you in the way you should go and how you should deal with stuff. And then by all means, don't always put your confidence in people, places, or things. And I'll share with you in a minute why that's not a good thing. Don't always put your confidence in people, places, or things. And, and that's the important. And when you read the scripture and read the word tonight, it tells us, the word tells us we're not to put our confidence, not to put our confidence. It tells us we're not to put our confidence. We're not to put our trust. Don't put your trust. Don't put your confidence in certain things. It tells us we're not to put our confidence and we're not to put our trust. Now, even though he tells us we're not to put our confidence and we're not to put our trust Many times we put our trust there anyway, but he gives us a, a, a solid foundation of where not to put your trust, where not to put your confidence. And he tells you who to put your confidence in and where not to put your confidence in. So if you follow that, if we follow that, then we will not be hurt. We will not be going through changes because we'll know where to put our confidence. So let's let's read in Psalms. In the Old Testament, let's go to the book of Psalms and read there in the 118th Psalm. He tells us there at verse number eight and nine, he says this, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Now, I know that sometimes that's a little hard pill for us to swallow, but he says it's better. Uh, the, the, the writer says it's better for us to trust in the Lord, to put our confidence and trust in the Lord than to put our confidence in man. Did you hear what I said? He says it's better for us to trust in the Lord than to put our confidence in man. It's better, far better, way better to trust in the Lord than to put your confidence in man. All right. So he, he tells us it, it's better to do that. And that's in verse number eight. Then he says in verse number nine, it's better to trust in the Lord than to put your confidence in princes. He says, you got to understand that where you put your confidence, I want to tell you what the best place to put your confidence. Now, not to say that you won't have confidence in, in these other areas, man and, 
and other places and, and sometimes these things. But he says, it's better for you to trust in the Lord than to put your confidence in them. And, and it's, it's far better to do that. It's far better to deal with that because if you, uh, if you're going to, if you're going to live in this day, you got to learn that even though you're in the world, you've got to have confidence in God and put your trust in the Lord for your life and for the things of your life. Notice what he, what he goes on to say. Let's look in, in, uh, the book of Proverbs. I thought, uh, this is one of my scriptures that I love to read. And uh, in Proverbs 25 and uh, there at verse number 19, I want you to hear what he says. He says, confidence, listen at me, confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broke tooth and a foot out of joint. He says, if you've got confidence that's why I said it's not always good to put your confidence in man because they are subject to fail. They are subject not to come through. They are subject where their hands may be tied, even though they may have promised. That don't mean they can do it. So he says, I need you to understand when at the end of the day, he says confidence in an unfaithful man, someone that you, you can't trust anyway, someone that they have proven that their word is no good. Someone that have proven that they don't follow through on what they say. He says confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble, especially in times of trouble. You, you can't put your confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble. He says, because if you do, it'll be like a broken tooth. And, and if a tooth is broken, that is liable to come out. If it's loose and shaky, uh, you can be chewing down on something. It can come out. If, if, if it's, if it's a, a broken tooth, I've had broken tooth before and was eating something and bit down on something and the whole thing cracked right there. Just, I mean, boom. So he says, you got to understand that if you've got confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble, he said, it's like a broken tooth. He said, and a foot that's out of joint, a foot that it, it, instead of walking this way, it turns to the side. It goes a different way. So he tells us what faith and confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble brings about. And, and you, you can't come out with a good end because he already told you, if you got confidence in an unfaithful man in the time of trouble, this is going to be your problem. It's going to be like a tooth, a broken tooth, and it's going to be like a foot that's out of joint. So you, you've got to understand that when you're in trouble, you can't, you, you got to put your confidence in God. You got to believe that some way God's going to work it out. Some way God's going to bring me through it because sometimes we put trust in people and let's just have a serious conversation tonight we put our trust in people sometime and they did not come through. Now, there have been some that have come through, but sometimes they did not come through. And when they didn't come through, guess what? They avoided you for a long time because it didn't come through. They were hiding from you. They were they were moving away from you. And when you saw them, they went to giving you excuses of different things. 
but they told you they were going to do certain thing and they didn't do it. So he says, you got to understand that that'll be the end of that. And so if you got confidence in, in an unfaithful man in time of trouble, I'm telling you what the result's going to be. It's going to be like a broken tooth and it's going to be like a foot that's out of joint. I'm giving you that early. I'm telling you that ahead of time. All right. So then let's let's look here again at uh, in in Philippians chapter three and um, some other things that he he says to us in Philippians. And I want you to get this on tonight. Philippians chapter three. And let's look at uh, verse three. He said, we are the circumcision which worship God in spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. He said, we, we, we need to understand where we don't need to put our confidence in. First of all, he said, man and princes and an unfaithful man. And now he says, now he says, uh, don't put your confidence there. All right. Uh, now he says, don't put your confidence there in an unfaithful, in an unfaithful, uh, in the flesh. Uh, and don't put your confidence in your flesh. Don't, don't let your flesh become the place of your confidence. Don't put your confidence in your flesh. He says, we have no confidence in the flesh. For though I may also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he have, wherefore he may trust in the flesh, I more. He says, you got to understand, you cannot, and we will not be able to make it if we have confidence in our flesh. We, we can't do it. We can't have confidence in the flesh. Are y'all listening? Confidence. You can't have confidence in your flesh. And all of us, sometimes we have confidence in our flesh. We believe and trust our flesh and flesh will fail you. Flesh will let you down. Flesh will disappoint you. And we need to understand that. We need to get that and make sure we get that to understand that flesh will disappoint you. Flesh will let you down. Flesh will do that. And it, it, it is something, uh, you know, I don't know if, if your flesh has ever cut up on you. And I'm not talking about, you know, first thing when people talk about flesh, they think about something sinful or something. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, have you have, have trusted your flesh and, uh, and, and, and maybe didn't bring it where it should be and it wasn't under subjection and, and somebody made you angry and you went to the left the wrong way or you did something and, and you found out that you, you're, and you were so disappointed in yourself. And the reason you were disappointed in yourself is because your flesh was cutting up and, and did some things. And you were like, how in the world did that happen? <laughs> you were, how in the world did that happen? But your flesh did that. And our flesh does that sometimes. Our flesh will cut up. Our flesh will act up. Our flesh will do that. And, and you be like, Man, you know, just go off and 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 uh, <laughs> because we got confidence, we think sometimes we think we're in more control on the more control than we are, and we're not. Sometimes we we're not as 
under control as we believe. We we don't we don't we don't get it sometimes, and we trust in our flesh, and our flesh will literally, when I say literally, will literally cut up. Our flesh will literally just act out on us in the wrong places, and you just be so embarrassed. So he says, don't put your confidence in your flesh. Don't don't even do it. You know, that's why you have to always pray. I know some of us think that we have arrived, but that's why you always have to pray and say, Lord, uh, keep my flesh under subjection. Help me to keep my flesh under subjection. Help me to deal with my flesh. Help me to be able to deal with my flesh the right way and deal with my flesh properly. And, and you have to be able to do that. You got to be able to do and I pray that prayer all the time, Lord, help me to keep my flesh under subjection. Because sometimes you you can somebody can say something to you and and they may not even mean no harm, but you'll go to the left in a minute. And I don't mean you cursing at nobody, but you you just know that that part of you is not dead and it's still working in you. So you have to be like, man, it's still working in me. I thought I was done with it, but I it's still there. <laughs> And so you have to you have to ask God to help us to control our flesh. So now he says, don't put your confidence in your flesh. All right. So let's look now in Hebrews. And I'm 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 gonna be moving here quickly in Hebrews chapter three. And uh, let's let's see what he says. Hebrews chapter three, and let's look at verse number uh fourteen. He says, for, for we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast until the end. He said, what you need to do is we must hold steadfast to our confidence to the end. In other words, we've got to get stability and get stability where we will have confidence and be steadfast to the end. This is why we got to have confidence in God because the world is reeling. The world is rocking. The world is shaking. The world is in trouble. We can see every day the news and the bad news. Oh, they just came through a terrible hurricane. We see stuff every day that will shake your confidence and shake your faith, uh, even in the church world. But he says, what we need to do is we're made partakers of Christ. We must hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast until the end. We got to hang on in there and know that we've got to have confidence and we've got to be stable and hang in there. Notice in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse uh, 35, what he says, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35, he tells us, I need you to have confidence in God. What do you need me to have confidence? He says, cast not therefore, cast not away therefore your confidence. Don't cast your confidence away. Don't let it be shaken. Don't let your confidence in God go to the side. Don't let people make you lose your confidence in God. Don't let people in church make you lose your confidence in God. Don't let the preacher make you lose your confidence in God. No matter what you hear, don't ever let your confidence in God be cast to the side. 
cast not away therefore your confidence, which have great, uh, great recompense of reward. He says, amen, for ye have need of patience that after ye've done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. So you cannot let your confidence be cast to the side. Too many of us, we let our confidence be cast to the side when it comes to God. We've allowed ourselves to let people that uh, they, they, they've, they, our, our confidence in God and, and help me, uh, let me help you tonight and let me say some stuff that you may not hear a lot of preachers say, but let me tell you, don't ever put so much confidence in flesh, man, whether it's the, the preacher, the Pope or whoever, don't ever put that much confidence in us that you forget that we are human. We may be men and women of God, but we're human. Don't ever put that much confidence in us that if something happens with us, that your faith and confidence in God is shaken and that you walk away from God because of us. You should never let anybody have that much where they can, where they have that much confidence and you got that much confidence in them that if something happened, then your faith is shaken and you don't go to church. You stop praying. You stop reading your Bible. You stop doing stuff and said, I just couldn't. It all, it shows us that sometimes we, instead of pointing people to Christ and pointing people to God, we point people to us. And when we point them to us, the result is if something happens to us, if, if, if we pass or whatever it is, then what ends up happening is we end up, you know, missing the point and we end up missing and people get all tore up because their confidence wasn't really in God. It was in us. And that's why we got to put our confidence in God, not, not just the individual. But you got to put your confidence in God. Because I'm telling you, y'all, y'all might not want to hear this, but all of us are subject. Do you hear what I said? We are subject to fail you. We are subject to let you down. I hate to give you that, that news, but it's true. We, we're subject to let you down. We could say something that you that 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 throws you off. Could do something that throws you off, and may not mean any harm in in whatever it was, but it could throw you off, and then you all shaken because your confidence was in us rather than being in God. Don't ever put that much confidence in me and anybody else that will shake your confidence in God. And make you walk away from him. I hope y'all got that. I, I hope y'all got that. Now you ain't gonna hear a lot of preachers say that. They're not gonna tell you that. Because they want they want you to have confidence totally in them. I want you to respect me and have confidence that I that I hear from God, but I don't ever want you to put all your confidence in me that that if something happened with me. Or if something happens to me, then you like, I don't know how I'm going to go on. What you mean you don't know how you're going to go on? 
Did I hear you right? I, I think God would be insulted to hear you say that. I don't know how I'm going to continue. God probably said, really? After all I've done for you and showed you that I'm God, you don't know how you're going to do what? You don't know how you're going to continue. That means you don't have no confidence in God. You had confidence in the individual. That's not to say that, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying disrespect them or whatever. No, I'm just saying you got to know where to put your confidence at. And your confidence must be in God. Are y'all listening at me? Because be honest about it. We have put our confidence. And I know we don't want to hear it. We have put our confidence in the wrong things. And we've been disappointed and hurt. When we put it in the wrong places, some of our hurt didn't come from the devil. It come from us misplacing our confidence. Now I hope I hope y'all got that because put put that in put that in in the in the in in the line. Put that in the chat. Our hurt and disappointment came from the misplacement of our confidence. Many times where we are hurt at is because we misplaced our confidence. We put it in the wrong places. We put it in the wrong people. And we trying to figure out, you know, why am I so hurt? Because we, we, we were, confidence was in the wrong place. Folk told us they going to do something or whatever. And when they didn't come through, we were hurt, disappointed, stayed home for weeks and, and even stopped going to church. And, and God is looking at you saying, huh? How you, how you do that? And so the preacher has got to tell us, and that's why I'm telling you tonight. The preacher's got to tell us not to put our confidence in the preacher's flesh. Put your confidence in God who is the only one I know that won't let you down. He's the only one I know that's going to come through for you. And he'll use people to come and do it, but that's where your confidence has got to be. Let me hurry on. Why, why has your confidence got to be there? Well, let's, let's read and, and show you why your confidence must be and you must trust in God with your confidence. All right, let's, let's see. Why we got to trust in God? Why, why must our confidence be in him? Well, here we go. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, he tells us why our confidence must be in him. And he tells us that in verse 11. He says, so shall my word. Well, let, before we go there, let's, let's, let's look at this. He says, verse 8. Let's read it, verse 8. Let's, let's get a good, solid foundation on this. He says, amen. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God said, I'm smarter than you. <laughs> oh, my God. God said, I'm smarter than you. I know more than you know. And I know you think you got all because you got book knowledge, you educated, you got degrees and DDs and all kind of stuff behind your name. And he said, I know you, you think you got it going on. He said, well, let me tell you something. I'm smarter than you. I am. I'm very smart. 
Well, God, how smart are you? He says, I want you to know I'm so smart. Uh, I'm smarter than you. That my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways. My ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it to bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. Did you hear it? He says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. And I need you to get that. He said, it's not going to return unto me void. He says, uh, but it shall accomplish that we are, which I please and shall prosper in the things whereto I sent it. He said, you can trust me because my word is good. So you can trust me and you can have confidence in me that I'm smarter than you. I know more than you know. My thoughts are higher than yours. They're greater than yours. So when I put stuff out and say I'm going to do stuff, I'm going to do it and I'm going to bless you. Because I've got everything you need, and I know what you need, and I'm going to give it to you. So I need you to trust me. I need you to have confidence in me. All right? Now, let's let's read. I got three more scriptures. So let's get through this. And uh, tonight, let's look in Numbers 23. And that tells us why we need to have confidence in him and let's look at verse uh, number 19, and we're moving. Numbers 23, verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Have he said it, and shall he not do it? Or have he spoken, and shall he not make it good? God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he's going to do it. If he said it, he's going to make it good. Are you listening? So we need to understand, we need to trust him, believe him and trust in God, have confidence in him that he's going to do what he says. Let's look at uh, Titus uh, chapter number one. Titus chapter one. And verse uh, number two, it says, In hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began, but have in due times manifested his word through preaching, which is committed unto me according to the commandment of God, our Savior. The reason you can have confidence in God is because God cannot lie. Can't do it. No matter how, how, how much you think, it don't make sense. God said, I can't lie. I'm going to do what I said. God cannot lie. That's the word. God cannot lie. Amen. God can't do it. Can't lie. God cannot lie. So that's why I'm having confidence in God. Because I know he can't lie. Bible says he cannot. Just say he can't. He said he cannot that puts emphasis on it. God cannot 
lie. So I can have confidence in him because God cannot lie. Are you listening? God cannot lie. All right. So then uh, my last scripture tonight, and we, we're going to be done, is in uh, Hebrews. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 6 and uh, verse 17. Well, let's, matter of fact, let's, let's, let's read even, let's go at verse 16, because I think this, this is uh, Hebrews 6, 16. Uh, for men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end to all strife. Then he says, wherein God, willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of the promise, the immobility of his counsel, he's confirmed it by an oath. He's confirmed it. He's he, he sent you a confirmation. He's confirmed it by an oath. He's confirmed it by an oath. He says he's confirmed it by an oath, verse 18, that by two immutable things, which means unchangeable things. Are you listening? By two immutable things, which means unchangeable things, <laughs> in which it was impossible for God to lie. Think about that. He's not a man that he should lie. He cannot lie. And it's impossible for God to lie. It's not impossible for us to lie, but it's impossible for God to lie. So if God really speaks it, if God really says something, you can rest assured that if God said it, it's impossible for him to lie. You can have confidence in God. You can have confidence in what he says. You can have confidence in his words. You can have confidence in what he speaks. You can have confidence in the stuff that he says because God can not lie. It's impossible for him to lie. And you can have confidence in him. You can trust him. You can believe him. And so I want to encourage those of you. I want to encourage you tonight to put your confidence in God. Trust in God. Put your confidence in him. Don't allow your confidence to be shaken. Don't allow your confidence to be rattled. Don't allow your confidence to get off. We must have confidence and faith in God in everything we do. We must have confidence in God. We must have faith in God. We must trust in God in everything we do. We must have confidence in him. I know we got people got confidence in the president and 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 people running for senate and governor and mayors. Let me tell you something. You better put your confidence in God. You better know that at the end of the day, the only thing that 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 can't be shaken, the only thing that can't be moved, the only thing that can't be rattled is God. And you better know that because if you if you don't know it, you'll be around here. Uh, having your confidence in the wrong places and the wrong things, and uh, you know, and 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 
and saying to yourself, well, I'm going to, I'm going to believe, I'm going to believe. No, you better trust God. I'm telling you, we're living in a day now. You, if you don't have confidence in God, you, you may be in trouble. And that's, that's true. You may be in trouble if you don't trust God. I know with the pandemic is, they say it's over, but we don't, we don't know what, what is to come. We don't know what, what's the next thing that, that's going to pop up. We don't know what the next thing is that's going to, to come along and, 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 and be there. We don't know. We think we know, but we don't know. None of us were, were none of us were looking and expecting uh, the, the pandemic. We weren't looking for that. But look what happened. We, we were not looking for it. that. If we be honest, and I hope y'all be honest tonight, that caught us off guard. Because when they first started talking about the, the virus and stuff, they were talking about people had traveled and they was at the airport and, and they were quarantined and stuff. That caught us off guard. That long, this long two and a half years caught us completely off guard. Especially in my lifetime, I ain't never seen it where you could go to the store and couldn't buy couldn't couldn't buy uh, Lysol, couldn't buy Clorox. Couldn't I, I was like, what in the world? Meat was scarce and couldn't buy toilet paper. I was like, what in the world is going on? So it just gives us to understand where our confidence got to be because we don't know what the next thing, but we know if we trust God, He will help us. He tells us in 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 the scripture, and I and I'm done in Proverbs three, and notice what he says in verse number uh, three, in the verse number five. Uh, he says, "Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him, have confidence in Him, talk to Him about it, tell Him about it." We tell everybody else about it, and we don't even know if they can do anything about it. He said, but in all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Because he's, he, he knows what's ahead of us. Uh, he has insight, foresight, and present sight. God knows. Uh, he, he knows everything. Insight. He has the insight in the stuff. He has the foresight. And then he has present sight. He knows stuff that's right in front of us. He knows what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know, but he knows. He holds our future and he holds our hand. So he says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. So he says, have confidence in me and trust in me and, and know that if you've got confidence in me and if you trust in me and believe in me, then I'm going to make sure that it comes out all right for you. And so I want to encourage you tonight in all of our ways to acknowledge him. Let's put the same confidence in God that we put in everything else. We put confidence in our car. We put confidence in uh, you know, think about it. We put confidence in our cars. We put confidence in all kind of stuff. You know, we, we, we put confidence in, in our doctors. 
in those that that uh, in the medical field. Uh, somebody said, I don't put no trust in no doctor. Yes, you do. If we didn't put no confidence in them, we wouldn't be taking that medicine every day. <laughs> we don't know if that medicine working. We we have no we have no clue if it's working, but we taking it every day, and we taking it when they telling us take it too. They tell you take these, take one of these three times a day, and three times a day we popping those pills because we got confidence that the doctor know what he talking about, and sometimes they know, and then sometimes they practice in medicine with a license. They don't know if it's gonna work. They just trying it out. On us to see if it's going to work. <laughs> they don't know if it's working. They trying it out to see if it's going to work on us. And so you you got to understand that. And so when, when you think about that, you have to you have to start trusting God more. And we got to trust God with our health, have confidence in him with our health, with our family, with our friends, with everything, with our job. If your job shut down tomorrow, you got to have confidence and trust in God. I've seen people during the pandemic that lost their jobs and God provided for them. I've seen people before the pandemic, when he had nothing to do with the pandemic, that were out of work for a year, almost two years. And God provided for them and sustained them. And they were still able. They had to go rob no bank. They'd have to go rob nobody. They, they were still kept and God was still blessed them. Why? Because of the fact that they kept their trust and confidence in God. And if you trust in God and keep your confidence in him, I'm here to tell you he will come through for you. He will see you through and he will bless you when you've got confidence in him. And so you'll know what, what confidence is. The feeling of belief that one can rely on someone or something, firm trust we had every confidence in the staff. Uh, this, uh, make sure you get this and look at it. This is the definition of confidence. And so want to make sure you get that uh, on tonight. And let's have confidence and trust in God. And let's trust him and believe him. Thanks for joining today's podcast. If you want to reach Pastor Dennis Martin, you can email him at pastordmartin at gmail.com. If you would like to support the podcast, use the cash app, the dollar sign R-R-C-O-G-I-C. For more information about the ministry, visit our website at rrcogic.com.